Hello and welcome to the Renaissance Polymath. I'm your host, Toby Gagnon, and on this episode, I would like to discuss living in the moment. Let's go ahead and get things started. I'll start this episode with a bit of a disclaimer. I'm not an expert, and you should seek professional help if you're in a position where your thoughts and feelings are in control of your daily activities, such as going out, seeing people, making a phone call, or eating and drinking. In this episode, I will share what I believe I've struggled with in the past and possibly still do, things that I've done that have helped me, and relay some of the research I've done on this topic. Maybe something will resonate with you, or maybe you'll finally be able to understand things. Either way, I had a lot of fun researching for and writing about living in the moment, and I've learned a lot from it. In the last episode, I talked about how I have dealt with a lot over the last 12 months. Loss, love, vacations, work, transition, and so on. What I didn't talk about in that last episode is how stressful it all was and how much of a toll it took on me. Of course, I discussed losing someone so close to me, but I didn't talk about things like planning and replanning, in situations that were not the best and ultimately out of my control. There were a lot, and they always seemed to come at the worst time. I had so much going on and so much to think about that I was often miles away in my own mind, sometimes ahead in the future, sometimes behind in the past, sometimes in a place hundreds of miles away from my body. I'd be lying if I said I handled it all well. I'd be lying if I said I was in control of every situation. I'd be lying if I claimed to know if I was doing well and was in control at any given moment. I'd also be lying if I said I didn't physically suffer ill effects as a result. Look, I'm human, and that means I have struggled from time to time with anxiety. Still do, in fact. But I've learned throughout the years ways to help alleviate and even overcome strong feelings. One of those tricks has been to just be present in the moment and leave everything else behind, no matter how big it may seem to loom over me. Here's a question for you. Would you agree that life was so much simpler when you were a child? Really, think back to when you were a kid and consider that question for a moment. Was life simpler as a kid? You'd probably agree with that statement. Now, let's consider why that is. Well, for one, you probably didn't have bills to pay or other humans whose livelihood and well-being directly rested upon your shoulders. Could be that it was because you didn't have to work and you had the ability to simply go and play and do the things you liked. Maybe it was even that you lived in a really awesome place and didn't have to deal with weather or other factors that would have caused difficulty. If you're like me, there are days where you long for the simplicity of childhood again and really wish you could go back. Well, what if I told you that life was simpler as a child because you simply lived in the moment because it was all you knew how to do? Think about it. You spent your days playing. You focused on the game or thing that you were doing and often didn't realize other things happening around you, like dinner time coming and going or the sun going down. You ate when you were hungry, you slept when you were tired, you played when you wanted entertainment, and you hung out with your friends when you wanted social interaction. You were present only in that moment, and nothing else in the world really mattered to you. In fact, I would be willing to bet that almost all of the memories you have from your childhood under the age of, let's say, 10, are of you doing a thing. Not what you were thinking or how you were feeling, but what you were doing. Why is that? Well, maybe because you were only thinking of the thing you were doing, and you were probably only doing something that made you happy. 
let's take death and loss aside. Living in the moment is a powerful tool, and we should strive to bring that back into our adulthood. There are many reasons for this, and I'll list a few that I found through my research. For starters, you're more in touch with how your body is acting and reacting when you're focused on the present. This would include things like pain, anxiety, stress, cravings, and eating. It helps you understand exactly the signals your body is sending, physically and emotionally, and helps you understand the root cause of those feelings. For simplicity's sake, let's call this introspective. Once you've had this moment of introspective, you can now focus on solving for the cause of the feeling, and you might even find that it's not as bad as you originally felt. Well, how the heck could that be? It's a bit complicated, but I think I can sum it up with a quote that I came across. Of course, everything I come across and all the research that I did will be linked in the show notes so you can reference it. But this quote said, The ability to think about what is not happening is a cognitive achievement that comes at an emotional cost. Think about that. Humans have the ability to have compounding emotions. That means a feeling of anxiety would trigger anxiety about having another moment of anxiety making the problem worse than it actually is. Sound familiar? Similarly, we have further abilities that other species do not, and quoting from a different part of the same article, human beings have this unique ability to focus on things that aren't happening right now. That allows them to reflect on the past and learn from it. It allows them to anticipate and plan for the future. And it allows them to imagine things that might never occur. At the same time, it seems human beings often use this ability in ways that are not productive and furthermore can be destructive to our happiness. Yeah, I think that sums it up pretty good. Another thing being present can help with is big projects for work or tasks like exercising. By breaking them down into smaller components and then working on them one at a time, you can focus all of your energy on the smaller task you're currently working on without the fragmentation that comes with juggling multiple tasks at once. This means you are more likely to do a more thorough and better job without the need for revisiting it in the future to fix something. Additionally, you'll have a sense of accomplishment whenever you complete a smaller task. We all love the feeling of a job done. And it will also create natural points where you can take a break and decompress from one task before heading into another. Lastly, if you're anything like me, you may even notice you get things done just a little bit faster. It's no different than the feelings you have on the days you have back-to-back conference calls without even five minutes in between to use the restroom, grab a snack, or refill your drink. A quick side note is that I've brought this into my professional life and no longer schedule calls to start and or end at the top or bottom of the hour. I've also begun to push back on calls that I do not schedule that start at the same time another one that I'm attending is ending. I'll accept the invite, but I include a note to the organizer to let them know I'll be a few minutes late. You may also find that living in the moment gives you the sense that the world is a playground again, like it was in your childhood. You may find yourself choosing to read a good book or enjoy a nice hike instead of sitting inside in front of what we call passive entertainment, like television or social media. You'll also become a better lover, as if you immerse yourself into sex rather than thinking about putting the dishes in the dishwasher later, you'll likely perform better. Maybe you find more free time to learn a new skill or to play an instrument 
or to further your education. The benefits are numerous, but the biggest one of all is that you'll become a better person altogether. You'll be better to yourself, physically and emotionally, and better to your loved ones and those around you. Have you ever wished the world was a better place? Well, the world is made up of people, and that means it's up to us to make it better. Happiness and laughter is infectious, so let's start an epidemic of good, love, and prosperity. It can start today, and it can start with you. Okay, you may be saying, but how? How do I live in the moment? Well, I'm so glad you asked. An easy one is to put the phone down. Turn off the TV, the computer, or anything else electronic. Get away from it, even if it's only for a few minutes. Seriously, leave the room or leave the house. Focus on how you feel. Focus on your breathing. Focus on your body and what each joint feels like when it moves slowly. Well, hold on, you may be saying. That sounds like yoga or meditation or something like that. You're right. That's exactly what it is. Those exercises are meant to slow you down and focus your mind and energy into very specific things like movements or breathing. It can help you get a baseline of what normal feels like for you, both physically and emotionally. This way, you can have a reference point when attempting to get to the root cause of a feeling in the future. You'll know if it's pain or hunger or something more like a compound emotion. Once you've controlled your breathing to be slow and consistent, next, focus on relaxing every muscle in your body. Don't just say to yourself, relax. Actually, flex the muscles and then relax them. Start with your toes and then work your way up your body slowly, flexing and then relaxing each muscle or group of muscles, finishing with your shoulders, arms, and hands. When I do this, I find that I'm unconsciously contracting my neck and shoulder muscles most of the day, which is why I go to bed at night with neck pain and headaches. It's not always from staring at my computer screen. Do not think about anything other than what you're physically doing. No thinking about work or bills or needing to remember to grab the kids a snack before you leave the house. Nothing should be occupying the space inside your conscious thoughts other than what you are physically doing in that moment. Allow yourself the ability to break from any feelings of self-consciousness or inadequacy. Understand that you are not and do not have to become your thoughts or emotions. You are a product of your life's experiences, nothing more and nothing less. There are things that you cannot and will never be able to control in this world. Those are neither bad things nor good things. They just simply are. Living in the moment shouldn't only happen when you're in the state of meditation. It should be something you focus on doing all the time. Does that mean you shouldn't plan your day or be aware of deadlines or tasks that need to be completed? No. Does it mean you shouldn't learn from your mistakes? Absolutely not. It simply means that the deadline or task or planning should not dictate who you are or your actions or emotions. Breaking things down and focusing on what you're doing rather than what you could be doing should be your goal. It takes time to get there and there really is no finish line. We can always be working on becoming better people to ourselves and others, so don't think this is some race that you can achieve quickly. Again, slow down and work to be present in whatever it is you're doing at that moment. 
why not start with the end of this episode? When it's done, put your phone away and go sit in a nice comfy chair or lay down in your bed or outside in the grass. Take a moment to get away and just focus on your physical and emotional being for a few moments. Be present to yourself. So that about wraps up this episode, but I would encourage you to do your own continued research and education. I'll make sure to link to the things I discussed in this episode in the show notes. If you have any feedback, please feel free to send me an email at podcast at therenpo.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-P-O.com. I would also appreciate it if you left a review wherever you podcast. That helps this show be discoverable to others and helps me understand where things can be improved. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download new episodes so you don't miss any of the future topics. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.